0: Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to this spirit filled word by David Entry. When you catch a word, you have caught God. May you catch a word today that will cause God to change your story. Be blessed. Well, welcome to day one. And I believe that is the beginning of a new day in somebody's life. Amen night is your, is certainly your night. Your night of testimony. Your night of wonders. Your night of breakthroughs. We are receiving and hearing so many testimonies and you hear people say, during the fast. During the fast. During the fast. During, and these are services are meant by God to release himself afresh in a dynamic and a glorious way in somebody's life and you are certainly going to be a beneficiary of that in Jesus' name. Amen. In Luke chapter 1 verse 34 after the angel told Mary what was going to happen Mary's reaction and response was very human and natural. Mary said unto the angel Angel comes with a message, and Mary said unto the angel, how? This thing you are talking about is not humanly possible. It's not humanly possible. I am aware it's not humanly possible, and I know this can't be. So Mary, after the angel has said all he had to say, Mary said, now there is a problem here because there's an impossibility with humans for this to happen. This is not possible. This cannot happen. This very complex thing you're talking about. It can't happen. And the, thank God the angel gave an answer to what seemed to be impossible or what not seemed, what is actually impossible with man. What cannot happen just with man, the, which has to happen for the purpose of God in somebody's life to be fulfilled. The angel gave an answer to that. The answer. To the to, to impossibilities, the angel gave an answer. And what did the angel said? He said, "The Holy Spirit." The angels answered to her, "The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee." What? Really? Yes. What is impossible? This is how to get the impossible to be possible. The Holy Spirit. Somebody say the Holy Spirit. He said, the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost shall come upon you and the power of the highest shall overshadow you. In other words, engulf you. Therefore also, that is what is going to make what I'm saying happen, happen. And when it happens, therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called you can't take glory for that. No man can take glory. This one, the glory will go to God because there's an impossibility there. And God has a way of fixing the impossibility by his spirit. By his spirit. So if God says going to you do something with you, you, never think it can be achieved. By yourself. God never achieves anything by human self. He does it through humans by his spirit because we are but dust. We are but dust, dust, dust. Doesn't matter how well you wash, you take a shower, you are still dust. When you use a clean handkerchief or towel to rub your skin after you bath, thorough shower with, and you can even choose to add Instead of using normal lotion on your body, you can use sanitizer. <laughs> the other time, I was going to tell somebody that, um, let's use some of the, I had sanitizer in my car. I think I was telling somebody, bring me some sanitizer. But I know I've been in church and Bible so much. I said, um, no, I said, let's, uh, let's sanitize it. Let's sanitize it and it'll be okay. I think in church also. I said, "Let's sanitize the microphone." I said, "Let's sanctify it." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it sounds similar. Sanctify, sanitize, but my spirit, my mind went for the san- sanctified. <laughs> we sanctified the microphone with sanitizers, but we are dust. And so, in Genesis chapter two, um, the second account of creation. There are two accounts of creation. The first one in Genesis chapter 1, and God said, Let there be, and He created the heavens and the earth, and light, let there be light, there was light. And, and then the Bible says that when God has finished all He has, God saw that all his, the works He's done was good. 31, Genesis 1 31. And, uh, uh, and God saw that everything He had made was good. Uh, uh, God, God saw everything that He had made, and behold, it was very good. And the uh, evening and the morning was the sixth day. So by six days, he's finished everything. What's the next verse? That the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host that was in them. So it's finished. But look at the next verse. God rested on the seventh day. Then look at the next verse. God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. He didn't sanitize it. He sanctified <laughs> He sanctified it. Uh, he sanctified because that in it God rested from all his work. So it really is finished. But the account, look at verse 4. Verse 4. These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when uh, when they were created, in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Okay? So now he starts an an elaborate account of creation. The first one, God said, and there was. God said and there was. So Genesis 1, 1, I need you to take notice of something that in the beginning, what? Who? I can't hear you. In the beginning, who? In the beginning, who? The Hebrew word there is Elohim. Okay, Elohim. The eternal self-existent one. He doesn't need anybody to exist. If we don't praise him, it doesn't affect him. If we don't worship him, it doesn't affect him. If we sin, it doesn't affect him. If we don't sin, it doesn't affect him. He is self-existent. So you see, for God to even bring himself to relate with us is a big deal for us. Because he doesn't need us to be God. But we need him to to be us. And so, eternal, eternal one, the Almighty, the eternal one. He exists all by himself. Elohim. Elohim. So anytime you see El. El Shaddai. El El Gibor. El Shalom. And El. El. Or even Emmanuel. God with us. Zerubbabel. So when you see things with El. El in Hebrew usually is God's name, like the way when you see in uh, those of us who are from Yoruba, Olu. I think Olu is God, right? Uh, Olu is not God. Yeah, Olu. Olu. So, Olu Oluwa, God has, or something. Oluwa Shehu, God has Shehu me. Oluwa Tobi, God has Tobit me, and things like that. So, (laughs) Olu, Anytime you see Olu means that God has done something. Okay, Olua. In the same way, El means God. So Emmanuel, you know, like I mentioned, Emmanuel, Zerubbabel, Any name in the Hebrew with El means that God is somewhere there. Michael. All right, that's a good one. Michael. Not Michelle, but Michael. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And stuff like that. All right. So, so Elohim. That's the name, Almighty. But When you look at Genesis chapter 2, verse 4, it says that, and thus the generations, uh, these are the generations of the heavens and of the earth, when they were created in the day that, this one is not in the day that God, He uses a different name. In the day that the Lord God, which is Jehovah, that Lord is in capitals, is Yahweh, Jehovah, made the earth and the heavens. In the beginning, Elohim, Genesis 1, one. Genesis 1, 1, in the beginning, God created what? The, the world what? what is the order? Heaven. heaven and earth. Genesis 2, 4, in the day that the Lord made what? The earth, the Lord God. All right, not the, the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. Now, Jehovah, the Lord God there means, Je- that's the word we translate, we get Jehovah, or actually the proper Hebrew one is Yahweh, Yahweh, okay, so Yahweh Elohim, Yahweh Elohim made the earth and the heavens. Anytime the Bible uses Yahweh, God is usually re- represented as Yahweh in the, when it comes to his dealings with man, he's Elohim when it comes to his dealings with creation. So, when it comes to dealing with man, he is Yahweh. What is the meaning of Yahweh? Exodus chapter 3 verse 14. Moses said, who should I say send me? He said, when you go, tell them, I am that I am. That's Yahweh. Yahweh means I am. So, like in John chapter 8 verse uh, uh, um, 28, Jesus was telling them, I, I am. Okay, Jesus was was, uh, was telling them. He says that Jesus said unto them, when you have lifted the Son of man, then you will know that I am. He used the. It says that he is in brackets. But actually, he didn't, it's the he is not really there. He said, it's I am. I am. Verse 24. He says that unless you believe that I am, you die in your sins. Uh, he said unto them that, that, that ye shall die in your sins. For, for ye believe not that I am. That is so. Jesus uses the name of God, that's why they wanted to kill him in the verse 58. He said, Before Abraham, I am. So, Jesus used the name of God, Yahweh. I am. I am. So, that is the name of God when it comes to relating with man. He is the I am, which means that whatever he has always been, he is just like that, he doesn't change. He can be a whatever you want him to be or whatever he needs to be in your life he is you want him to be a provider? He is. You want him to be a supplier? He is. You want him to be a protector? He is. You want him to be a healer? He is. You want him to be a fighter? He is. He wants him to be a-, a deliverer? He is. You want him to be an elevator? He is. Whatever you want, you need God to be at any given time in your work with him. Whatever he has. That's why I said my grace is sufficient. Because once you have me, everything, as I told you, grace is God at work. When I'm working, then whatever I need to be, I will be for you, hallelujah so God said I am I am, and that's in Revelation chapter 1 verse 4, he said I am the uh, 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 he who was who he who is, and he, you. I don't change, I am, John there is, a, there is a grace unto you, peace from him which is, and which was, and which is to come, he doesn't change, he is he was, and is to come he is, he's the I am that is Yahweh Jehovah. And Jesus comes and said, Listen, I am. I am. I am. Well, so in Genesis chapter 2, verse 4, Bible says, The I am, I am breathed or uh, created in the day, in the day that the I am God made the earth and the heavens. Now, verse 5 is very interesting. Now, made the heaven and and every plant of the field before. It was in, in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew. For the Lord God, the same I am God, had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man uh, to tilt the ground. Verse 6. And uh, But there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. Now we've got into my text. Verse 7. So all this is giving a detailed account of creation. So the second account of creation, God was explaining what has been happening, what has been happening. This is how actually things took place. And the Lord, did you see this Lord God, Lord God, Lord God? Whilst in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, that's Elohim. But here is the I am God. In his relationship with man man is going to exp- express and explain himself with man and express the way he has he, he deals with man. so it's not the transcendent God but the God who is the I am with us. And the Lord God formed man mm, of the dust of the ground, say dust, dust. say dust. dust. that's what I was trying to t- say that we are dust. Don't expect too much from that. There are people who collect stamps. There are stamp co- stamps collectors. There are people who collect shoes. There are people who collect uh, coats. There are people who collect wigs or something like that. There are people who collect um, um, antique antique vessels and vases and stuff like that. There are people collectors. There are different types of collectors. But you will never find anyone who's going around collecting dust. Because what, what would you What did you do? I collect dust for? I just love collecting. No, no, no one. We actually dust things. You clean things, the dust off. Dust. And you are, can you imagine? And that is what God made up. What, what, what you wouldn't like, that's what God made up, made you. That's why there are times you look at your life and really there are things you don't like at all. But you are stuck with it because you are dust. And yet, you're supposed to do some stuff for God. This fasting, I see God empowering you. But why, Pastor, why didn't God make man from something else but dust? So that he can show how he's God. He's I am. He can take anything and make something better out of it. So God took the dust of the ground, of the earth. Can you imagine? God formed man out of the dust of the ground, so he had to bow down, he had to stoop down, he has to come down, and take from below, even to make you to, see. That's why you never have to regret for being alive. Even to be alive is God has actually done you so much favor. It's <laughs> big favor. Because to, for you to, oh, but my parents didn't plan me. I, I just came by accident, and so it doesn't matter. But God, you are, in God's plans, you are not an accident. In God's plans, you are not an accident. People who may not like people may not like you. Some people will live your life, will abandon you, will reject you, and they treat you like they will ostracize you. Maybe because of of your background maybe because of your personality maybe because of your gender maybe because of your religion maybe because of your race maybe because of your educational background maybe because of your um uh, I- 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 Immigration status. Maybe because they are different, a financial status. People may not include you because of certain things that they think is too dust, so they don't want. But I'm telling you, God actually picked you. He chose you. God chose you. You are God's choice. Yesterday, we heard in the teachings that those who are chosen in Babylon salute you. We have been chosen. We have been chosen. So God chose dust, and he wants to work with the dust. But you can't remain dust. There must something come on the dust for God to be glorified. Something must happen to your dust. Something must happen to your dust for God to be glorified. So, Bible says that God formed man from the ground of the from the dust of the ground and what did he do? He breathed. Hallelujah. He breathed into the nostrils not into, into his nostrils, the breath of life. That Hebrew word breath is Neshama. Neshama. It's like Shama. Ne, Shama. Neshama. He breathed the breath of life. And man became. When the breath of God comes upon you, you become something that dust cannot produce. And this fasting... What we need is what the angel told Mary. The Holy Ghost shall come upon you. <clears throat> the breath of God. The spirit of the, of, of the Lord is his breath. God breathe into man. God breathe into man. God breathe into man. I know there might be things in your life you might be struggling with. You might not be proud of or feel good about. You know what? It's time to open up for the spirit. Because, listen, until the Holy Spirit gets involved, this, your dusting, it won't get any better. It won't get any better. It's like someone who hasn't had a shower. And it's sunny, and he's working, he's working on the sun. And he, that, he's not been having a shower for a few days. And instead of having a shower, he decides to use perfume. You are spraying perfume on your dust it doesn't change it. it it won't change anything in fact it the perfume will be short will be short-lived that's why there are a lot of relationships that are not working people have sprayed perfumes on the dust so you see oh this guy is so good this woman is so good and you chose a woman you chose your, your woman, the one who will be the mother of your children, the one who will be the father of your children. You chose them based on just the dust, a polished dust. You have to go, oh, go past the surface, check the spirit. The breath of God is working. Hallelujah. Is the breath of God on the person? Bible says there is a spirit in man. Job 32, verse 8. There is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty. Inspiration there is the breath of the Almighty gives him understanding. It changes your story. The breath of God, the you see, and the breath of the Almighty soholosh. That's what changes your story. It's the breath of God. This season, if there's something, you should pray for more. Not money. Not marriage, sister. Not marriage, brother. So I shouldn't pray about my marriage. I didn't say that. If there's something, you should pray more for. More. More. It should preoccupy you more. It's the breath of God. Because your background ain't good enough to support where, where you're going. When you want to build a structure, let's say this building we are, I am in now. And they, they want to extend the building to, this is just about, just two stories. And they want to extend the building to about eight stories. They can't do it. Because the foundation cannot support it. The foundation cannot support the glorious structure they want to build on it. So they have to just take off the foundation and restart it. Do something. Yes. Where you are going, your dusty foundation cannot support it. My dusty foundation, my dusty background, my dusty history cannot support where I'm going. I need the breath of God. 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 Breath of God. Someone shall breathe. Breathe. Breathe on me. That should be your prayer. That should be your prayer. Breathe on me. Breathe on me, Lord. Just breathe on me. Just breathe on me. Yes, 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 yes. Breathe your name upon me. Breathe. I need your breath, Lord. I need your breath, Lord. I'm too dust. I'm too much dust. I'm too much dust. And it's not my fault. I was made like that. I was picked from the dust. My family, my background, my, my, my lineage. Lord, breathe upon me. Breathe upon me. So you can accomplish great things with my life. Breathe. Breathe. If you're fasting, you're fasting, stop focusing too much on, do this, I need money, I need a job, I need miracle money. When the Lord breathes upon you, some things begin to chase you, come after you. Some glorious good news begins to come towards you. How can these things be? Since I know no man, I'm dust, I'm restricted, I'm limited. I'm confined. How? He said, the, the spirit of the Lord will come upon you. That's the breath of God. That's the breath of God. Someone shall breathe. Amen. God formed man from the dust of the ground. He made man from the dust. He formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathe into his nostrils. The breath of life, the neshma of life, the neshma of life, the neshma of life is what makes the difference. Breathe upon me, breathe up. I know sometimes you might be tired about all kinds of things that are going on in your life. You might be, you might be fretful. And there are times you don't only, oh, thank you, Lord. You don't only wait for things to be bad, for things to be uh, rough, for things to be difficult. No, don't wait for difficult times. Even in very good times, you always have to, have, always have to ask, Lord, just breathe upon me. Breathe. You are going for an interview. Breathe upon me. You are going, especially those of you who minister, who do something in church, who go for outreach. You have to ask God, God, breathe upon me, breathe upon me. Breathe upon me. You have family meeting. Ask God to breathe upon you. You are going to write an exam. Lord, breathe upon me. You are preparing for an exam. Breathe upon me. If you, if you don't receive the breath of God, your dustness will catch up with you. It is the breath of God that keeps people alive. One of the... We- Listen, we are living in very interesting times. I'm just... I'm, I want to interpret the times for somebody. We are living in very interesting times. The reason why people are wearing masks and social distancing is not because people just want to wear masks for the fun of it. Governments have to put systems in place to protect uh, the population or protect citizens. Why would they have to do masking, social distancing? Because there's something in the air and it's, it's attacking people's breath, trying to take away people's breath the wickedness of the coronavirus is it comes after the breath in you it's want to take away your breath when you don't have breath nothing matters in life when you don't have breath you are no more he or she you are an it when your breath is gone you become an it when people lose their breath or their breath is gone and they are being flown into somewhere, let's say, the person has traveled to uh, Egypt or has traveled to America for a function or for treatment, medical treatment, and he couldn't make it. He didn't survive. And they are bringing the person, flying the person back to UK for the funeral. No, they don't put the person book a flight ticket. No, it's cargo. He went as a passenger and he comes back as cargo what's the difference the breath is gone when you lose breath you are no you learn you lose your personhood you become a cargo an entity a commodity so now there is a positive or a correlation positive correlation in the spirit truth in the spirit this Situation, coronavirus is taking people's breath physically. But whilst we are trying to sustain the physical breath which was necessary, a lot of people lost sight of spiritual breath. So they stopped breathing spiritually. It took away the spirit from people. When God wanted to punish man, in Genesis chapter 7, verse 22, Bible says that God said, I'm bringing judgment on the earth. And when he brought the judgment... Uh, uh, in uh, all in whose nostrils was was the breath of life, of all that was in the dry land died. Once there's breath, coronavirus come to take away. When God was just, it's the breath that goes. That's why the coronavirus is such a dangerous thing. When it comes into your life, it's targeting your breath. That's why you need ventilators to help you breathe. It will help you force oxygen into your system, help you to breathe. That's why when people drown, they die. Why? Because they can't breathe. So when God was bringing the first judgment, he brought flood to take away breath. Breath. And it's true in the spirit as well. This lockdown, I know you, listen, if you're a genuine Christian, you definitely know someone who has lots. Lost their spiritual breath. Or if you are consistent with God and you are pushing, you will know someone who has lost their breath. They have lost. We all went into lockdown breathing spiritually. We we are coming out of lockdown with some people not breathing. Yeah. Some people not breathing. There are people who have lost their breath due to the lockdown or due to social distancing. Because we are not having church. And that is what Satan is trying to do. So watch this. In the spirit, there are people who are still wearing face masks. They can't breathe properly. (laughs) They can't breathe properly. The proper face mask to protect your breath in the spirit is fellowship. Because he said the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. is the Holy Spirit that keeps us going. It's the Holy Spirit that keeps us going. It's his fellowship. He's in us. He's moving. He's moving. He's the Spirit. And the Spirit is the breath of God. So, he said, in Job chapter 23, 27 verse 3, Job 27 verse 3, look at what the Bible says. Thank you, Jesus. All the while my breath was in me, and the Spirit of the Lord is in my nostrils. You see, of the Spirit of God is in my nose. He's trying to say, the Spirit of God is actually my breath. Breath is the Spirit. So when God breathed into man, he actually passed on an aspect of himself into man. His spirit and man became a living soul. He began to live because the Spirit. So anytime you see the breath of God, we are talking about the Spirit of God. That is why church, if there is something we need more in these times, is fresh breath. The fresh breath of God. The fresh breath of God. You have to say, God, give me again the case of life. A case of life. I almost drowned. I can't breathe. I, have a, I had a heart attack, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. I need the kiss of life. CPR, keep me Lord. Breathe into me back, mouth to mouth. Oh God, my mouth is wide open. Breathe, mouth to mouth. If there's something you need, sister, because the darkness is catching up with you too much. Too much, bro. The dustness, your dustness, yes, you are called minister, but the dust is covering you. <laughs> minister covered in dust. <laughs> Pastor covered in dust. Dust. In the in the desert, sometimes when sandstorm blows, sometimes you see an object that has been covered in dust. Sand. And then sometimes where Especially where there's, there's some building works going on. Heavy building works, cutting and chopping. Something precious there, but if you don't take it away, before you come, it's covered in complete dust. You might not even recognize it. And that's what is happening to people in the, a lot of people in the spirit. They have not lost their breath, but they have been covered in dust. And when things are covered in dust, sometimes you need some strong wind. <laughs> Blow it off. The work of God. The work of God. So he says that. Look at Job thirty-three verse four. Job thirty-three verse four. When you receive the life, the breath of the breath of God it brings life. The spirit of God has made me, had made me, uh, hath made me, and the breath of the Almighty has given me life. When He breathes on, life comes back. Life. Somebody's receiving life in the name of Jesus. Somebody's receiving fresh life in the name of Jesus. Yes. You have been struggling with your evangelism, your, your outreach. Your evangelism life. You have been struggling with your Bible studies. You have been struggling with your prayer life. You have been struggling with your your consecration, your life of consecration. You have been struggling with fear. You have been struggling with bitterness and arrogance. You have been struggling with pride. You have been struggling, stru- struggling with you know insubordination. One way or you have been struggling with something. You know, this thing is just troubling me. This thing is just troubling me. Dust is catching up. Dust is catching up. I pray that God will breathe fresh breath on you and then he'll bring you life back. Life is back in that aspect of your life, the enemy wants to take away. It's not physical breath he's more interested in, in the spiritual breath. It's the spiritual breath Satan is interested in. So he's hiding behind the coronavirus lockdown and um, um, social distancing and systems. Am I saying those things are not good? They are necessary. Physically, they are necessary. But that's not the main thing. Satan is not too troubled about that. His agenda is to take away your breath, spiritual breath. Mm-hmm. So we yeah, are fellowship. You are sitting there. Sometimes fellowship, you feel tired, and oh, all this. I don't, I'm not even interested. Yeah, you have lost your breath. Can't breathe. Mm-hmm. You are struggling to connect. The spirit of man, why did God create? No, God ranks the spirit of man in the in, like in Zechariah chapter 12, verse 1, it talks about God made the heaven, he made the earth. And then he formed the spirit of man, inside man. Can you imagine? The bedding of the, 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 which the Lord, which stretched forth the heavens and laid the foundation of the earth and formed the spirit of man. Th- these three things are the crucial things of creation. Heavens, earth, and the spirit of man. Not even the body of man, the spirit of man. God ranks the spirit of man as, very, very, uh, as a very important and central aspect of creation. The spirit of man. The spirit of man. That's why Job said, there is a spirit in man. The inspiration of the Almighty gives him understanding. In the book of um, uh, uh, Acts chapter 17, verse 25, he says that God doesn't live in things made by man because he gave life, he gave breath, he gave gave life, he gave breath, and he gave all things. Breath is given. Breath is given. And I want to submit to somebody that if you have lost some kind of breath spiritually, I see the Holy Ghost is coming back up. Oh, thank you, Jesus! The Holy Spirit is coming fra- fresh on you for fresh breath, for fresh breath. In the name of Jesus, God breathed upon them, and He said, "Receive." Breath is important. Breath is important. Every one of us, and so when when God gives us breath, it's. It, the breath of God is the, watch, watch. This is very important as I'm branding up. The breath of God is what forms the spirit of man. That's what formed your spirit of the spirit of man. And without your spirit, you can't contact God, you can't receive God, you can't contain God, and you 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 can't be used by God. Yeah. It's so important. So. This, your spirit is the only organ. Your spirit is an organ, okay? It's not part of biological lessons, biological lessons. But your spirit is the only organ that can, guess what, contact God. It can contain God. It can receive God. It can assimilate, zap in, assimilate God. And when you, are, you contact God, receive him, Contain him and assimilate him into your system. Then you can walk by the Spirit. So watch this. He says that. Watch. That, I'm about to say something very important. God gave the law. The that could not keep the law. The flesh could not keep the law. So Bible says that what the flesh could not do in that the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh. Romans chapter 8, verse t- verse 3. God, se- watch this, is very important. God sending forth his son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and on the account of sin, uh, condemned sin in the flesh. Look at the verse 4. So he, Jesus came to do this so that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Hallelujah! Amen. Hallelujah! you need the breath to be able to work in the spirit to fulfill the purpose of God. Oh, I feel like preaching. Amen. You need the breath of God. So your spirit is the organ, is the center for containing God. The center for for contacting God. The center for assimilating God. The center for, God. The center for receiving God is your spirit. Remember, Jesus said, it, is your, it takes your spirit to worship God. John 4 24. They that worship God. My, oh my goodness. Thank you, Jesus. For they that worship must worship Him in spirit. bahanda. You cannot be regenerated outside of your spirit. Even to be born again is, is in your spirit. So, your spirit is the center for God's activities. Worship must be carried out in your spirit. That's why your spirit is the center of your life. Your spirit, now, when you are losing touch with God, or your spirit is losing life, is losing the breath of God, then you are in trouble, bro. Money is flowing, marriage is flowing, job is flowing. People are like you. Ministry might be flowing. But guess what? You are dying because you are losing touch with the Spirit of God. What we need is the breath of God. So when Jesus resurrected from the dead, he met his disciples. After he, he said, Greetings. He said, Peace be upon you. John chapter 20 from verse 19. He greeted them. He said unto them, the, uh, the, On the eighth day, the same day in the evening, Mean the first day of the week, the door was shut. He just appeared and came and stood in the midst of them and said unto them, Peace be to you. Then the verse 19 says that, And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his fierce sight, his hands and sight. Then, then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. What? Then what else? You've seen him, so what? Now what is it? Jesus said, uh, said to them again, Peace be unto you. As the Father has sent me, even so. Watch this. Even so, send I you. I'm sending you by your dust. This is a new day. I'm sending you by your dust. So after he said, even so, send I you. Look at what happened. The next verse. And when he has said this, doesn't this remember, remind you of Genesis chapter 2? And he breathed on them. He breathed on them. Watch this. And Jesus made it very clear. When he breathed on them, what did he say of them? Ah, receive ye the Holy Spirit. This is what Mary was looking for. When Mary, This is what Angel referred to. When he says that, Mary said, how can this things be? I am dust. Jesus said, as the Father sent me, so I'm sending you. But you are dust. You want to accomplish things for God? You want to f- fulfill your destiny in Christ? Hey! Wake up! Open your mouth wide! Let the breath of God He said, the spirit of God came upon me and he took me into the valley of dry bones, Ezekiel chapter 37. He took me into the valley of dry bones and there were many. And then he asked asked me, son of man, can these bones live? And I said, Lord, that knoweth. And then he said, prophesy, prophesy unto these bones, prophesy on these bones and say to them, oh, dry bones, hear ye the word of the Lord. And I prophesied. And so, and, and, and the Lord said unto me, that says the Lord God, the Lord God, unto thee bones. Behold, I will cause breath, my goodness, thank you, Lord. I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. You shall live when the breath comes. I don't know what is dying. I don't know what is dead in your relationship with God, in your passage of life, but it says that, prophesy and say, the breath of God is coming, and you shall live. I am prophesying, somebody, on this first day of the fast, I prophesy, you are receiving the breath of God. 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 Receive it now. So, verse 5, so I promise I have an hundred day, you call him about the breath of God. I'll cause the breath of God to enter into you, and you shall live. Verse 6, so, and I will lay sinews upon you and will bring flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, every other thing follow, and put breath in you, and you shall live, and you shall know that I am there. God can't work with you without his breath. And look at verse 7, oh, so, so I prophesied, as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, and behold, a shaking, and the bones came together, bone to his bone, Bone to his bone, verse 8. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them above, but there was, oh, my God. There was no breath. Church, we might gather, but what we need, we can gather without a breath. What makes our gathering effective is the breath of God. They have come together. There is bone. There is miracle money. (laughs) There is promotion. There are miracle jobs. There are breakthroughs. There are testimonies. But the breath, but the breath, but the breath. Look at verse 9. So he said to me, prophesy, son of man. Ah. Then he said unto me, prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man. And say to the wind, that says the Lord, come from the, four, uh, for, from the four winds, oh breath, and breathe upon this, these slain. Do you know what slain means? People who have been victims and they are dead. And they shall live. Breath come. And I stand here as an agent of God. And I prophesy the breath of God. Breath of God, the breath of God, the breath of God, the breath of God, the breath of God God. to overtake and overshadow your dustiness, the breath of God. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. When God speaks, works show, and the works will surely show in your life. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and subscribe to Carrie's Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.